Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. And this is My Brit Rest Journey. I'm Chris Lappin. And I'd like to be joined on the line by a man who recently made his return to the ring after eight years away. It's Adam Kearns. How are you doing, Stephen Adam? I'm good, mate. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Very excited. Yeah, it's, it's been a yeah. few weeks, hasn't it? <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, so before we get into why you got away from the ring, how's your return been so far? So? It, it's been great. Yeah, I've um, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, came back about three months ago. Um, mm. I started training with uh, Paramount Pro Wrestling because uh, one of my best mates, um, you know, runs the company. Um, and it's been great. Yeah, the training's been great. The shows have all been brilliant. Uh, mm. Quality, quality shows. Um, yeah, it's it's loved it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I was nervous about, you know, jumping back into it. and um, yeah. But uh, now that everything's settled down and the nerves have gone a little bit it's, I feel like uh, I feel like I never left really so is, there, is, is it Joe, still Joey Rush that yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so it's great yeah, guy, so. yeah. Uh, Joey um, we've, uh, since I left wrestling years ago uh, me and Joey never lost touch mm. so he constantly try and get me back try and get me back every you know pretty much every single week he'd, he'd have a He'd ask me to come back, come back, and then I wasn't really, you know, myself um, physically or mentally ready mm. anywhere near to come back. And then yeah, we got to the point a few months ago when I thought, it, you know, it's now. I need to, you know, no time like the present. So just to jump back into it, and it's been going really well ever since. How was the body once after having eight years away from bumps? And <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It, 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 it was okay. Um, I... After the first training session back, it was a bit. I woke up the next day and it was a bit. Um, another episode of another episode of Friends when Monica's boyfriend Peace has been in the UFC fight. <laughs> and he's, yeah. Yeah. he's cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like the um, he's got like the danger zone around, and I felt a bit like that. I woke up the next morning. I was just uh, I just wrote that day off. I think, and I was just um, chilling out that day because I just wasn't wasn't really feeling it. But uh, as yeah. it's you know as it kept on going, I've. Uh, it's hitting less and less and less, so yeah. all good now. Yeah, I started training in May, and I yeah. didn't walk for four days after the first yeah, training yeah. session. I've never done squats in my whole yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the squats look cool, yeah. 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 I was, I was like, struggling to walk. I could bend the knees to so try to get upstairs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I could walk on straight lines, but you get, yeah. get down steps or going uphill, so I was like, oh. Yeah, I know, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, so you got a big big show on the ninth of December. So it's a yeah, ninth uh, December. Nightmare, nightmare, yeah, before Christmas. Nightmare before Christmas. Yeah, in Everton. Um, it's it's going to be a big one. Yeah, um, main event's been announced for it. It's um, Isaac North and Charlie Brennan and they've been you know going at each other for months and months and months. After they team, they team up for a bit and then they were a team up until yeah. um, our last show when Charlie kind of separated himself from Isaac and now obviously it all culminates in on the 9th of December so that's going to be a that's going to be a bomb burner because you know the pair of them are really really special talents so yeah yeah I don't think I've ever seen Isaac lose a match I'm trying to think I haven't seen Isaac lose a match no <laughs> yeah I've seen him quite regularly since 20 well, yeah first time I saw him was 2020 at Paramount show mm-hmm I think yeah. he's definitely yeah. undefeated in Paramount. Mm. I'm not sure about everyone else, but I, I don't see him losing much. I say I've seen him superstar and I've seen him TNT Ignition, but I can't think of him ever losing. There you go. Yeah. Probably like Rumbles. He got eliminated for a Rumble. But, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him get pinned. <laughs> so, yeah, no, so this, got, this uh, is going to be a tough one for Charlie. Yeah, so no, he's, he's an unstoppable. He's an unstoppable <laughs> force. He's just a he's a maniac. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's definitely got his work cut off for him. Like. Yeah, the, fir- the first time I, I met. Him. He didn't say words to really anyone backstage. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was just, he just had a board and he was just stapling 
barbed wire to <laughs> to oh. be fair. Everybody else was planning all their matches. It just spent like an hour and a half just stapling barbed wire. To Oh, good. That's an interesting first impression, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <It's cool. laughs> yeah, you've got uh, Ben Reed versus uh, Frankie Sloan. That should be fun as well. Yeah, Ben Reed. Uh, yeah, Ben Reed's great. Obviously, everyone knows Frankie's a, you know, a legend in you know UK wrestling. He's a nice, nice guy as well. Um, ben Reed, obviously young up and coming. He's been about for a while, but he's he's really, really talented as well. So that should be a interesting match to see how you know different things come into play in that one with the experience mm. um yeah i'm looking forward to that one myself yeah didn't you have like um what's his name you had like warhorse and kid bandits on your shows recently and stuff so. yeah yeah uh, so warhorse and kid bandit done a charity show for paramount on a thursday night last month and then yeah. the night then the night after warhorse um done that show as well uh, which was just a normal paid show and uh it was great, wow. you know, obviously for Paramount to get um, yeah, a name like Warhorse, you know, who's you know, fresh off, you know, AW Dark, you know, mm. facing, you know, Cozy Rhodes for the TNT title, uh, you know, a couple of years back. And it's a, to, you know, to have someone like that come into a company like Paramount and speak to people and, you know, just pass like wisdom on to people. I and mean, he was very, he was very, you know, happy to talk about, um, you know, his experience, give people advice, stuff. He did a training seminar as well. Mm. Uh, he's just, yeah. So it was, it was a big deal for Paramount to have Four Horse come in. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, um, Kid Bandits, both my kids' favourite wrestler at the moment. So so oh, right, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I, would have, I would have loved to have got over there to watch it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Kid, yeah, Kid Bandit was nice as well. The, um, I'm trying to think of why we couldn't go, I'm sure. I was. Doing something that evening on the Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think no, it was great. It was great to have both of them there. This is Charlie Bennett, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. Let's go right back. So, who's your favourite wrestler growing up? Favourite wrestler growing up. Um, I always struggle with this question because it's the way uh, that your age. This question usually is. Always. Yeah, it it's it, it, it's always changed every few years. As I've got as I've gone to different points of life and growing up, mm. and it'll probably still take, change now depending on you know, <laughs> what day of the week you ask me. Um, right right now, I'd probably say Chris Hero. Mm. Um, Chris, I've loved you know Chris watching Chris Hero for for years. His WWE stuff was great. I love him, you know, on the mm. Indies ROH stuff. I think he's probably one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world. Um, growing up when I was much younger I'd definitely say Shawn Michaels yeah what is my mind um, <laughs> yeah Shawn Michaels um, Rob Van Dam yeah <laughs> and of um, past few years I'd say um, I'd probably go Owen Hart as well that's sad <laughs> yeah so it's definitely like I say you know d- <laughs> yeah definitely you know ask me this question tomorrow and there'll be a there'll be a set of five different names so <laughs> Yeah, my my favorite all time is Macho Man, but who's my second, yeah. third, fourth favorite all time always changes. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a complicated question, isn't it? Yeah. So, what prompted you to dawn the tights to get in the ring yourself? So, I, I was still in uh, secondary school when I started training, and obviously, I'd watched wrestling for years and years mm. relentlessly, and then didn't know much about wrestling in the UK apart from. Mm seeing the odds show on like holiday camps or in mm. like a theatre or something like that it was never outside, outside like all star I, I, I didn't really know there was a British yeah. scene I think yeah, I've seen exactly, all star yeah. a couple of times so, so. yeah so at that point I was like 15 and decided to look into it and then I was amazed at that point to see that oh you can just you can just do this you know what do you mean you can just do this like you can go to like a, a cooking school or you know you, I didn't know it was just the Something you could go and do. So as soon mm. as I found that out, I just um, I just went for it. Yeah, talked to it quite quickly at the beginning, uh, and the rest was history. Yeah, but like I say, it was literally just if someone would have asked me when I was in school what dream scenario, what would you be when you're older? It would have been professional wrestler. Like I say, I just didn't know that it was an option. You know, <laughs> yeah. So um, was so was like Chris Hero, Shawn Michaels, who you once like mold your star around when you start trading. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, when. I, I think when I, I think watching them, I kind of was watching them and thinking, you know, I want I, I want to do that, you know. I, I don't know, I want to. I just wanted to. I remember watching Shawn Michaels, and I've ne- I've never seen a wrestler before or since who 
can bring emotion out of an audience like Shawn Michaels could. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I remember watching the audience, watching Shawn Michaels and thinking to myself, imagine being that guy, you know, imagine being able to, you know, give people in the audience the night of the life, you know, the ups and downs of a wrestling show is, isn't like any other sport in the world, I don't mm-hmm. think. And to be able to, you know, get the ball rolling and potentially one day be that guy that can do that is what made me think I'm going to, you know, give this a go. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Did you have an idea of a character you wanted to do, be when you started? Did you have any, I, I didn't what was Adam version it. one? Like? <laughs> yeah, well, well Adam, Adam, <clears throat> Adam version one was very much, um, like I say, I was 15 when I started training. Mm. I was nervous, just a nervous child. So I turned up and, you know, I got my head around the wrestling side of things quite quickly. The character side mm. of things, the gimmick side of things didn't really come to me that quickly. I just couldn't mm. get my head around it. I was always very nervous doing, you know, promos and speaking on camera and things like that. So character wise, I never really created much, never really pitched much. I just decided to kinda of be me, just be what what version of myself that I needed to be on the night, you know, whether, you know, depending on the audience, depending on heel or face, depending on different things. And, but I, I mean, I'd like to think now, as, you know, I'm 25 now, and I started thinking a few years after I left in 2014, I started thinking a couple of years after that about characters. And I, I, I knew I wasn't ready to come back, but I, I started jotting down and I started, you know, remembering things that I thought yeah. of for giving ideas because something just clicked in me. And it was like one day I had no idea about anything character-wise. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I couldn't give any, I no good ideas at all. It was just useless. And then suddenly I started getting all these different, oh, well, I've got this idea, I've got this idea for the gimmick, but would that work here, would that work here, would that, you know, and then, and since I've got back into, you know, wrestling in the last few months, um, it's really, it's took that up a notch because I'm, you know, my head's chocker with it. Gimmicks now and I. Oh, yeah, I'm constantly having to write things down. So it's like, oh, that'd be a great yeah. finisher name. When yeah, exactly, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any idea gimmick wise for a long, long, long time. And then it's something clicked, and now I can't stop thinking about it. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All I all I had at the beginning was I want to wear face paint because I don't want to see people go, he's 40, why is he on a right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was my initial thought, yeah. It's, it's, kind, of, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of a. It's a bolding. No, yeah, I think I've, I've got the ideas and stuff, so it's like yeah, good. No, I like the face paint look. It's a yeah, it's, good. it's a it's a something. Yeah, it's not not a lot yeah. of people wearing face paint on the yeah, yeah, you're seeing at the moment. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm quite a bit short. I'm only five foot seven, but I'm like close to fifteen stones. I'm short and stocky, so I've been watching a lot of like early Taz, early Rhino matches. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, Wild Boar and right, yeah, okay. just trying to yeah, so it's, it's a lot. I think there's a lot of suplex base, but that uh, su- suplex is knacky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I think I'd so I've been start doing yeah, like, yeah. I've been spin like three times a week. You know, just try yeah, and get yeah. fitter. fitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. I'll, it's a bit, completely different type of fitness. Just having oh, to get, get, getting up yeah. and down, the constant getting up and down is just. Oh, it's so. crazy. There's, there's literally nothing. I know it's everyone says it. You hear it on wrestling shows all the time, you comedy to saying it. You hear wrestlers when they're training saying there's no type of shape you can be in that's anywhere near ring shape. Oh, yes. It's it's crazy. I um in 2021 I uh, lost six stone, mm. and at the time I was you know doing I was jog- I was jogging and I was running I was doing all kinds of different exercises. You know we thought my cardio was my cardio was the best that it had ever been, and then when I done a training session. Last year, I came in and ready to go cardio-wise, and it hit me so so <laughs> quick that God, this is just not this is not the same. You know, there's I just like nothing. The, I did a 45-minute spin class this morning, but yeah, three three-minute practice match. I'm goosed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. There's nothing like it. It's crazy. I would you know I'd run round um, Sefton Park in in Liverpool mm. twice without stopping. You know, for don't know what whatever it was, you know, thirty, thirty nine, forty minutes, get to the end, you know, I'd be gassed, but I wouldn't be at the point of I need to sit down, you know, and then mm. you, you do a training session, you you know, you do ten up and overs 
take a mm. you know hit toss arm jack and you feel like <laughs> you're just ready to go home it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, honestly there's literally there's nothing like ring shape at all and there's nothing you can do there's nothing you can do to get ready for ring shape apart from to you know, yeah, to be it's just your body, you know your body just gets used to it eventually Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've only just got to the point where we're starting to like figure out how to do matches, and then we did for yeah. six months. So it's like, yeah. so it's like, oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it does happen. I think it does. It does happen quickly though, because like I say, I only started training about three months ago, and already that first session mm. after doing like a match and training stuff before and different drills, that I was just gassed really quickly and a lot and you know it gets got to the point now where it's like oh okay i can i'm learning again how to breathe in certain moments you know how to breathe in the ring when you're not doing you know it it it, it, it gets easier you've got to it, it takes a while to get your head around but you do it does get easier once you figure it out yeah one of them people where it just it needs to become natural so like my footwork i think it's a it's from what it was yeah, so, that's all. Our trainer was just like, crush your face. That's yeah. what he used to say to me, but yeah, I haven't heard that for a while. Yeah. Um, and the yeah, yeah. first training session with he went, yeah, do a forward roll. I was like, I've done a forward roll since I was like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but then we had, we, had a, we had a seminar with Joe Connors, and he told oh, yeah. the, the Pete, the manager, the owner, that he was impressed with my roles, apparently. So I was really I was like, yes. Oh, there so, you go. But, yeah, and I watched back my roles from the first session and they were great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look if if everything else if everything else goes poorly and you've only got the roles, mm. you know, ten minute match, just do roles for ten minutes. <laughs> if anyone wants to come near you while you're doing the roles, it could be like a you know, a song of the hedgehog type situation. I don't know. Like, you know it could, could very well work for you, you know, who knows? This is this is wrestling, there's no um, there's no yeah, I, wrong I, I, way I, to do things. Yeah. <laughs> The only bit I'm, I, it's like we're doing back bumps and they just like do a back bump. I can't do it, but I can yeah. be slammed and I can be suplexed. I can be, I can have a super kick and, and I'll do yeah. a back bump. But I just, just when they say just do a back bump, my body goes, why? <laughs> you want yeah. to jump on your back? <laughs> yeah, I, I do, I do, I do see that kind of. It's weird because I've, I've seen a lot of people over the years who, uh, perfectly happy, you know, taking a suplex, taking, you know, a hip toss, yeah, arm whatever. And getting and then landing and then when it comes to doing a bump, I think there is something like you said. Then I think there is something in your brain that's going. What are you jumping to the floor for? This is pretty much the only thing we try to stop you to do on a, on a you know on a daily basis. So it just goes against what your body's supposed to be doing. Yeah, but um, take every bump. Yeah, yeah. That's another, that's another, that's another thing that just comes with you know time and confidence yeah. growing. It's just um, it's just getting your head around it. It's a, it's a strange old sport. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. People go, oh, does it stop hitting after a while? I said, no, you, you just get, just, nah. it just sucks less because you get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so take us back to your first ever match. Um, what do you remember about it in hindsight? Did you enjoy it? Was it any good? Have you been back and watched it? <laughs> right, right, right. My, my first match, I'd, I'd been training probably about uh, six to eight weeks. I think I'd been training before oh. the threw my in on the first match. Wow. It was, yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah. I know, yeah. So the um, the training company that I work for used to do junior shows, and then they used to have the main show after. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, you know, the junior shows would pretty much be a crowd of you know the kids' families that wanted to come and watch, you know, the yeah. sons or the grandkids wrestle or whatever. Um, and I was on that show, and I think it was the opening match. If I remember rightly, I remember being really nervous. I remember having the worst looking gear you could possibly <laughs> imagine because oh, cause, you know because i got told on such a short notice as well that i was going to be on the match it was whatever got here to to wear <laughs> this match i ended up in like a baggy a black pleather pants um oh. like training you know like lonsdale wrestling boots yeah and i just like a a, a dark camo tap out T-shirts from Sports Direct. It was just, <laughs> it was just the worst. It was the worst get up that you could possibly imagine. Mm. Um, I was, I remember being really nervous for it, and you know that yeah, the music come on, come out. It was all thing. My mum and uh, my mum, my stepdad, my dad, my brother went me first match. That was cool. Mm. I think we went about, I don't know, I think we went about ten, twelve minutes. And I remember being really happy with it. You know, at the time, obviously, mm-hmm. and I remember the guy that I was facing. Um, had the idea 
because he was the junior champion at the time. Uh-huh. He had the idea to I was so I was gonna beat him after the match. He wanted to go under the ring, get a steel <laughs> chair and take me out with the chair while I was, you know, celebrating and again I've been doing this, you know, six, six weeks at a push. And um, that was running the school the guy that was running the school at the time seen, you know, this lad going under the chair to get going under the ring to get the chair and just like, nope, 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 not doing not doing that. <laughs> uh, I think I think he got rid of the chair and then just hit um, some kind of neck breaker on me instead. But um, at the time, I remember being very happy with the match. Mm. And then it's funny actually because a lot of um, the majority of footage from um, the company that a lot of people, including myself, used to work for, got deleted. So there's very very few videos still out mm. there of my first, of, of of my wrestling at all. But for some reason. I don't know whether it's because it's on a different account. My uh, first match is is available to be found. Oh, man. And it's just... I, I, I was talking to my fiancé a couple of weeks ago, and she said to me, have you got any footage of you that I can see? And I was like, I have, but I don't want you to watch it because it's bad. <laughs> it's just awful. It's just so bad. I can't even stress that. If I, have, if, you know, if I, if I would have had a video to show her from you know two years in, I would have been... <laughs> I'm completely happy to, to show it up, but I just couldn't show it. I was, I said to her, you know what? Yeah, you can watch the entrance, but as soon as the bell rings, you're not watching that because that's just, yeah, it's awful, it's really bad. Like you, like you were talking about footwork before, mm. by footwork and ring awareness in that match was just horrifying. I, it was, it was awful. You know, stubble all over the place. Didn't look, didn't look like a wrestler. Looked like he got a kid off the street and went on a match. <laughs> And I've just come in and gone, yeah, go ahead. No Pretty is. much after six weeks, that was, that's what you are. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were still on basic holds. And, I don't know, yeah. Six weeks. Like, yeah. <laughs> we may, we may, might have done like a, a body slam and a suplex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's wow. strange. Yeah. I know every uh, every company, obviously, you know, <laughs> every every school does things differently. But mm. I was just, at that point, I was maybe just barely ready to be on a junior show. But mm. obviously, you know, obviously with it being a junior show, and like I said to you before, a lot of the people watching were mm. just family. So there's not going to be much judgment or people being critical because it's people they care about. So I think, yeah. we got, I think, I think we got away with the lack of experience and, you know, general talent. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was pretty much the story of the first match and me not wanting to watch it ever to go again. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you you wrestled from 2011 to 2014. Yeah. So you, that was pretty much the start, like the Brit rest boom. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what was it that made you start wrestling for like after them three years? Or? Well, so it, when, once it got to 2014, um, I had started putting a little bit of weight on anyway. Not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking, you know, Stones and stones and stones or nothing. I just I just wasn't really watching, you know, my diet anymore and I wasn't mm. really um paying too much attention to exercise and things like that. So I just felt a little bit, you know, pudgier and just a bit like a feel a bit lethargic. Uh, so once that happened and I put a little bit of weight on and stuff. I mean and we're talking, you know, we are literally talking a T shirt ties up. We're not, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. it's not stones and stones. We're talking, you know, I'll from a large to an extra large, for example. And where we used to train, um, there was a lot of there was a lot of people there that were very much in it for themselves, and that it felt like they took great pleasure in bringing you down. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the you know the bullying uh, in the school that we used to go to was you know pretty relentless at times, and then obviously once I put a little bit of um, weight on. I started getting, you know, these type of comments towards me every week at training, you know, at mm. shows, and it just become. I started thinking to myself, I, I genuinely don't know. I actually remember having a conversation with my mum before I was going to. It was so it was like a um, it was a Saturday and it was training in the morning from about ten till three, and then I think we were set up for the show at half six at the same place. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I remember um, be just so nervous to go because the constant, you know. You, call, you know, call it bullying, call it mockery. I hate these people who say, 
oh, it's just banter, it's just banter, laughing yeah. off. It's, it's, it's not banter, oh. you know, it, it's not. There's, there's a difference between banter and, and bullying people and trying to make yourself hysterical in front of your mates. It's a different thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a very different thing. And it got to the point where I was saying to my mum before this show, as I was about to leave, I just, I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. And honestly feel like I'm going to have a panic attack going because I'm just so nervous already about what people are going to say and what people are going to, you know, um, call me or whatever. And my mum said to me, I just, I don't know why you're paying to do something like this, but, you know, that makes you feel this way. And then she said that and it kind of clicked for me a little bit. And I started thinking to myself, she's got a point, you know, I don't know why I'm, you know, still paying money for training. I'm paying quite a lot of money in travel as well because, you know, it wasn't close to where I am in Liverpool. So we had to, mm. you know, it was trains and stuff. It was trains and buses and things like that. So that kind of got the ball rolling to think maybe could could sit there taking a break. Um, I'd won a couple of titles and stuff. And I remember... Just people would just still, and I don't, I don't know whether it was a jealousy thing, and I don't know whether it was a uh, they were insecure and they kind of tried to hmm. push that onto me. But to some of the comments, it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And stupidly, myself, I thought, oh, you know, I'm I'm a champion now. I've done this, I've done that. I've you know worked these people. I've had this many good matches anymore. And I thought those things. I sort of thought the the bullying and the you know the the comments, I thought they'd stop because I was doing good things, you know, in the ring, but apparently not. And, you know, um, it just didn't work that way. I lost the title that I was holding and then trained for a few more weeks after that. It ended up hitting me leg in a training session. I went to a hospital eventually to get it looked at and then they thought it was going to be some kind of ligament problem. Mm. And so... They said, probably don't, you know, wrestle on it. We'll come, we'll bring you back for whatever type of scan, you know, they said they were going to do. And so I told the, told the company, told the school and said, listen, I'm, I'm taking a break. Um, I've hurt my leg anyway. I just need, you know, a little bit of, just a little bit of time. Obviously at the time I didn't think it'd be mm. as long as it was, but um, I, you know, told them I was having a little break. Eventually it would uh, not be as serious as it looked in my leg and it was uh, something that it doesn't it doesn't bother me much now my leg so it's in my knee it's not really a, it's not really a problem I feel a little bit of a twinge every now and then but it's nothing mm-hmm. that it, it's it's easily dealable with yeah um then that was so obviously that was 2014 I just to be completely honest I just carried on putting weight and putting weight on and my mental and physical health just started declining and declining from there and it was just the it was it was never ending, you know, and I'd I'd have these thoughts, you know, every couple of months of, <clears> you know, get back into wrestling, you know, get back into wrestling, right. go to a different go to a different school if you need to, you know, go to Manchester, go to a future shop, go to it doesn't matter where, just just dive back in. And mentally, I wasn't doing doing too well. I'd got diagnosed with um, depression, anxiety disorder. Um, you know, I was ridiculously overweight. Um, and it was a, it was a very, it was t- to be honest, it was a rough, rough few years. Um, then, like I said, uh, last year, I after Christmas last year, I said to myself, I'm bored of this now. I'm bored of you know flirting with me inevitable heart disease. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, so I just decided to, I needed to get this weight off, and I was hoping at the time, as the weight comes off. Uh, my mental health will be slowly coming with it and you know because you know a lot of me mental health problems were I would mean, you know I felt about my body and it was a whole mm-hmm. I felt bad I felt bad about my body felt, felt, about, felt bad about how I looked and a lot of that had came from people telling me that as well and mm-hmm. like I said to you then every every training session it was something different every single training session it was something different I'd come out and ring my mum after the training session and then I'd say oh, they said this today or this person said this today and I was saying it every week and I think you can only be told so many times mm-hmm. that you look like this or you're not looking good enough before you actually start to believe and you actually say, oh, you know what I am, and, you know, fat, useless. You start to believe it. You know, if it's being drilled into you that much, mm-hmm. eventually you're going to start to believe that yourself. So, yeah, so the body image, you know, the, the way I looked at myself was just um, no good at all. Uh, 
early 2021, he decided to, you know, get a little bit of weight off, ended up um, buying a treadmill. And I was literally just battering the exercise on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really, really strict diet. Um, and I ended up losing uh, six stone in oh, about... Wow. Yeah, in, I don't know, in, in about eight months, I think it was. Um, yeah, so I ended up losing six stone in about eight months. It actually gave me, I actually gave myself... Um, Shin splints <laughs> because oh, wow. it was ex- you know because it was yeah. exercising that much on the treadmill, um, <laughs> and I was still living at home at the time. And I remember my mum would say to me, "I'd be so we had the um, we had the treadmill in the shed next to the house, and I'd be walking past um, my mum like kind of limping, <laughs> and she'd be like, are you going back out on the treadmill?'" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Why?" And I was going, "Oh, I need to, you know, I need I need to, I need to burn another two hundred calories for today, so I just need to do it." But um, it was it was a lot. Uh, to you know, to lose that weight in that time, but um, mm. it was the best decision that I've ever ever made. And like I'd hoped, my mental health did gradually get better and better as the weight. If for me, to be honest, for every pound I come off, you know, my mental health would get one percent better. Mm-hmm. And so once it got to you know late twenty one, late twenty twenty one, I decided um, you know I'm gonna really start thinking about start to think about getting back into this soon. It's tough. You know, again, the best part of the year to actually gather up the, you know, the courage and just take the leap into it. But yeah, so that's yeah. about it. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, just those those eight those eight years weren't pleasant at all. But um, you know, I do think that if I wouldn't have had those eight years out with it being as unpleasant as it was, maybe I'd be back taking this for granted now. And I'm and I'm not I'm not doing that. I can't. You know, I'll explain. I'll grateful I am to be back doing this because it's all I've ever really wanted to do mm. um, and so now when I'm back doing this and you know wrestling in front of audiences and stuff is insane to me and um, yeah I'm grateful for, you know to everyone that's you know had the faith in me to because you know people know that I've been out people know that they aren't getting someone a couple of months ago they knew that they mm. were getting someone who's going to be completely you know ready to go and you know who's not going to have any ring rust, but you know, luckily with the training I've done, luckily with yeah. uh, the few shows that I have done since then, I think it pretty much worked off quite a lot of the ring rust, and I'm uh, feeling better than I ever did. So, oh, amazing! I'm really yeah. happy for you. Yeah, yeah I, had a, I, had sim- I had a similar. Oh, I was I signed off work for three months earlier yeah. this year with depression and anxiety, yeah. and I'm very similar. That, yeah, yeah. I wasn't happy the way I looked. I've lost three stones since then, and that's great. And, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, the wrestling's helped a lot. The confidence, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I was only three or four months ago. I started doing video interviews. I just always yeah, did yeah. audio because I wasn't happy with the way I looked until yeah, yeah, for a couple yeah, months yeah. ago. But it's like, yeah, that's great. No, it's it's tough, honestly. You know, when you've got that, when you when you just hate the way you look, it's the worst. It's the worst thing in the world because you, know, <laughs> you see you see yourself every day before you you know you leave the house and you look at yourself and you just go, my God, I'm gonna walk out different door. People are gonna see. Mm. No, this monstrosity, you know, <laughs> and then it's you know, but yeah, you know, you put the work in. Yeah, I used, I used to grow a goatee just to hide my my chin and yeah. stuff and stuff like yeah. that. Just like, that probably yeah. makes you look bigger. So yeah, like, but you don't see that. So it's like, yeah, yeah. No, but, but, um, that kind of thing. but you know, put you put you put the work in. You know, the the, the results will come, and you know, I can if anyone's you know even thinking about you know even and not even weight loss. You know, if it's if it's if it's weight loss, if it's wanting to put muscle on, if it's what mm. anything, if you if you think you're gonna, but if you think you're gonna benefit and love the way you look more by making any physical changes, then you know go for it because it's it's so so worth it in the end. Yeah, because in February I was getting knackered just walking up the stairs, and now I did a yeah. forty-five minute spin class and thinking yeah, of doing yeah. that yeah, <laughs> six yeah. months ago, seven months yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to the gym, you just need to get over that. The, the hump where it sucks to go to the gym because you're not yeah, fit enough. Yeah. So you just need to get that basic level of fitness. Yeah. You're yeah. just like, oh, this sucks. I ache. Yeah. All the time. But Definitely, yeah, yeah. Probably, took, 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 probably took me about six weeks, two months just to get that yeah. level of fitness where I was like, yeah. 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 Okay. Luckily, I had, my, I had my brother helping me. He, yeah. He'll, he'll drive me to the gym every day. And we did it together for the yeah. first couple of months. And it's like, yeah, that's great. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. I actually enjoy it now. Yeah, not, and that's it. Yeah, no, no, no. It's crazy because I'll be doing, I'll be doing moves now in training or in you know on shows and things, and I, I look at myself and and I, and I go, I can't even imagine doing a move like this, you know, because you know at my you know 
heaviest weight. I was probably about twenty three and a half stone. Mm. And so you know, like it was only something. It was only something stupid. But it was about three weeks ago. I was training with um, Joey Rush, and when we were training, I wanted to try and do um, a springboard cross body, and mm. I was doing this springboard cross body, and um, just you know, obviously like, no one behind me, nothing, because I was just trying to you know get it down. And I was doing it, and I was thinking to myself, like, you imagine 23 and a half stone, you trying to do this, yeah. you know what I mean? The ring would have, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure the ring would have held, you know what I mean? It would have been a, you know, Brock Lesnar big show situation, it just would have been dust. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, it's crazy to look at, you know, the things that I'm doing now, and obviously you feel the same way, you look at yourself mm. achieving things now physically, and it's crazy, but yeah. I did a handstand into a, I did a head handstand into a roll the other week. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Still can't do cartwheels. Brian Brian Ends is trying to get me to do cartwheels. Yeah. I was like, I've just got, I've never done one in forty one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just got yeah. <laughs> I did a handstand. You don't need, like, you don't need to be doing cartwheels at forty one. You don't need that's just that's not gonna that's not gonna help your life. <laughs> he'll, show, he'll show us videos at home in what Japanese wrestling was. He did a cartwheel into a headlock. He's like, Yes, he can use cartwheels in wrestling matches. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't use cartwheels in wrestling matches. I can't do them. So did you? Yeah, since you're on there eight years, did you keep up with the wrestling scene on the pressure scene? Or? I I kept up with it briefly. I still obviously I still followed all the um, companies and promotions on you know Facebook and Twitter and things mm. like that. So I did keep up and obviously kept up with a uh, uh, a few guys that I was training with and had worked with. Um, <laughs> Didn't keep up on it. I didn't really go to any shows. Um, it was too. It would t- to be honest. It was too tough mm. for me to, to go to shows. I think I, actually, I think I, I went to um, about six months after I'd left wrestling. I think I went to an infinite show in the town centre in Liverpool, and mm. I mean I'm just sitting there thinking, this is great, but you know I, I should be doing this. Mm. You know, I, I remember sitting there thinking I should I should be doing this, and for a long time it was like that, especially with UK wrestling. Um, I'd just be it wasn't, and it didn't come from a place of it didn't come from a place of jealousy. You know, I wasn't looking at you know guys and girls in the ring and thinking to myself, I wish that that was me. Oh, why have they got this? And you know, I haven't. It wasn't it wasn't like that. But I was just looking and I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, what if you know what if. Mm. My mental health was better. What if, you know, <clears throat> physically I was in better shape and I was just thinking, this is what I want to be doing. And it was, for a long time, it was it was just really tough to, to watch because I just felt like it was where I wanted to be, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, with, uh, so, yeah, but, like, you know, obviously just seeing updates, you know, just seeing, like, uh, match cards and stuff, you know, graphics, things like that, seeing the odds, few videos online and, and things like that, but I didn't keep up with it too much. No. Yeah. Yeah. So once you made your fir- your return, what was the was what was your first match back? So the first match back that I done was a charity show. Um and that was on a Thursday night. Uh, that was really good. It was for a charity called Ruben's Raw, mm-hmm. which is just a a great charity doing absolutely incredible things. Um so it was a charity for it was a charity match for them and it was a tag team match. It was me teaming with Joey Rush, which was uh, just a, a brilliant way for me to be brought back into mm-hmm. this yeah, crazy definitely. world, you know, because, um, you know, Joey's my best friend and he was constantly, constantly a phone call away through, you know, in those eight years when I just didn't know what I was doing. I was just so lost. Joey was always there. And for my first match back to be teaming with him, it was just such a lovely story, you know, for me, it meant a lot. Um, so it was, yeah, it was me and Joey in a tag team against two other of the um, Paramount lads, and it was it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a it was a good match. Oh, amazing! <laughs> yeah, we actually we actually got to the ring, and Joey Rush um, brings a baseball bat with him to the ring. Yeah, and we would stepped into the ring, and everything was going fine, and we were standing there across the ring from these two other guys, and Joey was swinging his baseball back around, you know, to like to intimidate the other team. Mm-hmm. And he hit it on the he hit it on the mat and he was and he really, really battered it. And I was looking at him and I seen him hit the mat the first time and I was thinking to myself, you need to pull that back a little bit because the bat's not gonna take that <laughs> you know, it's not it's not for harm, I mean, you know, just, just chill out of it. So he hit it again and I thought, Oh, don't do it a third time. 
and he brought his hand, he brought the, the baseball bat up for the third time, slammed the mat on the thing, just split in half. Oh, no. But it didn't just split it off, it, it split in half, both sides bounced and then just flew up in the air. And I remember just like, I, mean, I was literally just standing there laughing because it was just like, Jerry's the only person in the world that could bring a, a, a weapon down to the ring, then break it before he could even use it, you know. <laughs> so, but we, we did actually keep him, um, we kept half the bat each as a little, um, Memento was to smash back, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Great. laughs> yeah. I just gave a reminder for the listeners of your upcoming shows. So it's uh, Paramount Wrestling returns Neverton. Yeah, uh, yes, like maybe for Christmas. I'll put ticket yeah. information. It's on the 9th of December. Yeah, yeah. 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 Have, you, have you had a match announced for it yet? Oh, no. I haven't had a match announced for it yet. Um, that should be coming in the next couple of weeks. So I know the announced the. Like you mentioned before, they announced Ben Reed and Frankie Sloan yesterday. So I mm. think maybe maybe next week, possibly the week after, I think they'll uh, get to announce some more matches. But yeah, it's going to be it's it's it, 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 it's a stacked. From what I've seen, it, it does seem to be a stacked card. It's probably going to be the best show of the year at the best time of the year. So yeah, it's going to be a big one. Yeah, they're always great shows, Paramount. Yeah. This is Cyrus Blackwell, and you will say my name and keep listening to Broken but glorious. Alright, so if you're a promoter for a day, promoting an event, so use a wrestlers you've either worked or trained with or seminars yeah. with. But it's wrestlers are associated to you in some way. If I give you a match, yeah. take you tell me who you put in that match. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Yeah. cool, and as it's your show, every match can be three-way, four-way, five-way, intergender, yeah. throw a stupid okay. stipulation on if you want. To okay. No problem. <laughs> cool, <Yeah>. so <laughs> who'll be in your opening contest get the crowd excited? So, I would say for my... Contest, I'd probably say Frankie Sloan versus Ooh. Liam Carr. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously I've come back and seen a lot. I've been impressed by loads and loads of wrestlers since I've been back. Um, Liam Carr definitely matches, matches that description because he just he's he's so so good. And should be, he think, should be in more places. If, 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 if. He should be, yeah, he definitely yeah. should be. I know he's done. I know a few years ago, I think he's he done like um, I think he's I think he went to Canada and a few different places. Um, right, he, he he was in the um, <laughs> the Britannia Rumble a couple of years ago, and all I can oh, remember yeah. the commentators going, "He wrestled the tanker, he wrestled." The yeah, tanker. yeah, he, yeah he, did, he did wrestle the tanker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But Liam Carr definitely, definitely Liam's Liam's a person on the list that uh, I. I Somewhere down the line, I need to wrestle Liam Carr. You know, both, you know, both scouse lads, both I think of a similar age. Um, he's had a little break as of late as well. I think he's been out for a few months. You know, so I, I think we, I think we'd work together well. But I do think um, I'd like to wrestle Liam at some point. Yeah, but for the opening match, I'd probably go with Liam Carr and Frankie Sloan. Yeah. yeah. But what about a comedy style match? So a comedy style match. So let's say right. So. I was thinking back to who I've trained with, who I've worked with, who I've, you know, done training seminars with and things like that, and then completely forgot until a few hours ago that I'd done a training seminar with uh, Chuck Taylor. Oh. Um, You know, the Kentucky gentleman. So (laughs) it would be be a shame not to throw him into the comedy match. Um, And then I'd say Chuck Taylor versus uh, Buster Ellis, the current Paramount Pro Wrestling prestige champion. I feel like um yeah, they'd do some yeah, so uh I think they'd I think they'd have a good comedy match. Buster's been uh calling himself the Saint Helen's Love Machine recently. Yeah, that's awesome. So um yeah, so that's obviously just got comedy with it all over it and then obviously with one of the funniest, you know, wrestling performers around, Chuck Taylor. Um yeah, I'd, I'd give it to them too. Again, an interesting dynamic with the um, experience, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I think it'd work. You know, yeah, I that can see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, um, he seems to have grown into a, ca- a character in the last couple. Yeah, yeah, couple of months. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's having some great matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, a women's title match. Women's title, right? Women's title match. So I've only really worked with or trained with um, Lizzie Evo. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't recall being on too many shows that apart from the very early days that had women's matches on mm-hmm. and the majority of those women in those matches aren't about anymore um i haven't heard from them in a while uh, lizzie ever is really the only one that i think is still 
active and you know all over the place it seems she's she's clearly come on oh she's done she's amazing she, yeah. you know leaps and bounds um so i left that one open and i said i don't know because i wouldn't even be able to <laughs> tell you someone who's currently who's you know who's currently wrestling so but as you know lizzie evo i think she could probably put on a you know i think she could wrestle a broom and entertain you know the fans for 20 minutes so let's say yeah. lizzie evo versus um <laughs> joker's choice <laughs> yeah but so um after lockdown, I'd only seen her in intergender matches. I'd only seen her against Pitbull. Yeah. I'd seen her against CJ Banks. Before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 yeah, she's really good. She's amazing. Yeah, she's great. Um, your mid-card title match, so your workhorse title? Oh. Workhorse title, I would say um, Dan Evans. Yes. Versus Warhorse. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously Dan's. Like I say, I'd start, I start. I I wrestled Dan Evans about. Say it's crazy how long he's been around for. Oh, I know it. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. So I wrestled um, Dan when I was about two months into my um, you know wrestling career because, like I said, to, like I said to you before, I, you know I picked it up quick and after doing the junior shows, he started throwing me on the adult shows and then um, something happened at a show once and either I think someone couldn't make it or someone ended up getting put in a different match, but. Dan Evans was our heavyweight champion at the time, and then they put me in the uh, the match with Dan Evans for the heavyweight title, and he was just a blast to work. Um, and like I say, this was you know ten years ago now, so mm. with his ten years of experience since then, you know he doesn't stop. Um, yeah, I interviewed yeah. him a couple of week, weeks ago. Yeah. We talked about wrestling for about twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars and Disney. yeah, <laughs> just yeah. games. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd say I'd say Dan Evans versus Warhorse. Obviously, uh, met Warhorse last month at the Paramount shows. Um, he's just an immense talent. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like those two work work well together. I think it just I think that's a a match that would just be I th- all. I do think it'll be able to main event every show in the country. To be honest with you, because you know the the pair of them are just a different level. So definitely. Yeah. Um, a hardcore Extreme Rules style match. So this can be anything from your twenty four seven comedy stuff right up to death match. You can do right. Okay. <laughs> so if, if we were doing a hardcore, I'd probably go for you know Extreme Rules Falls Count Anywhere type mm-hmm. of match, and I would probably say um, I'd probably say Jelly Rush to be honest mm-hmm. uh, against Isaac North. Yes, I think um, I, it's hard to imagine. Isaac North being any scarier, but I think the one thing that could do that is you just say to him, "Oh, you can have weapons and this." No weapons. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think someone would be, you know, sacrificed. I think someone would be, you know, there'd be, yeah. you know, it'd just be a whole. <laughs> yeah. Be back, yeah. Just, yeah. Just the, the camera keeps going backstage, and you see just seeing him stapling the ball. Yeah, it's more yeah, it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you know, when the, you know, when the piece gets to the house at the end of Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> and there's just, and there's just. Body is screwed all over the place. I think that would be one of a hardcore matches with Isaac. I'd be like, I think it'd just be carnage, to be honest. Yeah, and um, Joey Rush because um, Joey is just, like I say, he brought a you know baseball bat to a match that wasn't a hardcore match. Even though he used to to use it, he had a match last month for Paramount that was, you know, as included weapons and things like that, and I've seen him with, you know, uh, chairs, kendo sticks, um, thumbtacks, all other kinds of things, um, and he was great at it. He did seem <laughs> in his element. It is very much in his element, so I'd definitely throw Joey in that one, yeah. Definitely. Cool. Uh, your tag team title match? My um, tag team title match, I would go with probably Ben Reed and Lewis Johnson. Yes, they're fun. Versus uh, the babyface Pitbull and Dave Falker. Dogs of War. They they told yeah. the Dogs of War stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're great. That I think that could just be a a great match. Obviously, Pitbull Faulkner being so you know hard hitting and explosive and just really really you know you know nasty big guys. And then obviously you've got Ben Reed and Lewis Johnson who are just so technically gifted. It's insane. Um, yeah. Bit of a styles clash, possibly, but you know that's not always you know the worst thing. I think it'd be an interesting. I think it'd be an interesting match to watch. Definitely. That's your main event. Um. So for my main event, I've got someone who also I done a seminar with very early on when I started, and I've got Jonathan mm-hmm. Gresham. Oh, 
Yeah. Uh, so I would I will go Jonathan Gresham versus PL Dotson. Yes, he's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, PL Dotson's another guy who I only, I only met him a couple of months ago, and we had a training match. I think we went twelve or thirteen minutes, but he's just a he's just a joy to you know to work with. He's he's a he's a he's a nice guy. Um, not his character so much, <laughs> but, um, but you know, work wise and wrestling wise, he's he's incredibly talented. Um, you know, we had good chemistry. You know, that was the first time we'd met when we worked together. He's great. I, I do think um, he's another one that's underrated and should be everywhere because he's got the he's got the look, he's got the you know, he's got the ability. Clearly, the, the mm-hmm. character. He's got. He just seems to have everything down, and I don't think it'll be too long until you know we see him, you know, branching out and wrestling in a lot more places because it does seem like he's got you know what it takes to to do that. And obviously, Jonathan Gresham, you know, explains itself. But um, that'd be fun. That'd be yeah, I'd, yeah, I just think those two guys would be able to have a good match, and I think both of them obviously absolutely worthy of the main event. So yeah, I, I, uh, you, yeah. he was he was on the Wrestle Island show. I yeah, was that the yeah. week? Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll be on in a couple of weeks. Um, we're, we're about to yeah. send over some dates to him to see what. Yeah, nice. He's free. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That'd be um, a great show. I'd really like to watch that. Show. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, listen, I'm not a promoter. This could um, <laughs> go bad fast. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I wrote down the matches. I didn't write anything. <laughs> I didn't write anything down about um, you know, you know, this is this is. Purely fantasy. I think if I was to book a show at this point, it'd just be an absolute disaster. I think it'd end up being a, I think it'd end up being a dark side of the ring episode just on my show. So, again, <laughs> probably that it's probably best that I don't take any um, promotion jobs anytime soon. So, yeah, people are, people just use this this segment just to pull over their mates usually. So yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, is there anywhere else that the listeners can see you in the near future apart from the ninth? Um, so I, as it as it stands, we've got the uh, the ninth, and then I think it's got I think Paramount have got the uh, Rumble show in January. It hasn't been announced yet, but I think that's what it is. Um, I've been talking to a couple of other companies um, in the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, talked to a couple of people, and a lot of it, a couple of companies have got me penciled in for bookings in the new oh, year. Nice. You know, when they all yeah. get their shows announced, and you know when they, you know putting the cards together and things like that so hopefully I'll be able to you know get a, get around a little bit more next year so oh brilliant yeah uh, before we go do you want to promote your social media and... yeah so sure so uh, you can follow me on twitter at adamkearns underscore one um, on instagram at adamkearns one or follow me on facebook at adamkearns pro wrestler oh brilliant yeah I put links yeah, in the description uh, yeah that's great anyway. thank you but yeah most of that will just be at the minute, um, you know, links to um, Paramount shows uh, mm-hmm. the show in December. But you know, once the new year comes and hopefully the the booking starts to come with what we've um, you know when I've been chance to promote us, hopefully I'll be able to keep everyone updated of you know where I am that week and you know where I'll be in the future. So, oh, amazing! That's yeah. great. Cool, Sam. Really enjoyed speaking. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much for having me.